Praise the Lord for the testimony. Thank God for the healing. Thank God for the financial blessing. Won't he do it? Won't he do it? He said, when you seek for me with your whole heart, he said, then you're going to find me. See, now you know what to do. Keep on doing that because you found him. Give the Lord a hand praise. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. God is good. All the time. God is good. He's faithful. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Ooh, I thank the Lord. I think I heard somebody say, I think it was Elder Joanne say, and some of the people, I thank God for September 1 coming in. Because when it came in, I began to feel, not sense anymore. I could feel the change. I could feel the pressure lifting. And so we know God is real. And we thank him for what he's doing in the atmosphere. This morning, if you're going to label your journals or if we're going to label SoundCloud, We're going to talk about how Jesus Christ accomplished spiritual redemption for the Jews and Gentile nations. How you don't have to put how, but Jesus Christ accomplished spiritual redemption for the Jewish and Gentile nations. I know a lot of times when we come into the sanctuary and we are talking about the Israelites and the Jewish people. And we begin to talk about how we are connected to them. Sometimes we need just a little bit of a refreshing of how we really are connected, amen? Amen. And how the Abrahamic blessings are really ours, Amen? amen? How we are part of the descendants of Abraham. When you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you really did change family lines. And it is in hopes this year, before September 16th, that we come into a place where we can actually believe that and walk it out. That we're no longer under the old family line. When we accepted Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, we took on a new family line, a new heritage, a new inheritance. And we got to start embracing that. We, We can't continue to stay in the old mindset or embrace the old. We got to step up to the plate and accept the fact of who we are. Amen. We're going to just go over a few little notes before we move into the message. The Jewish New Year is totally different from our New Year. We know that our New Year, under that old dispensation, will come in January 1st, 2024. But the Jewish New Year, Rosh Hashanah, 
will come in on September 15th, that afternoon, five o'clock in the afternoon, and the full day of it will begin on September 16th, 2023. Now, because we have been spiritually reborn, hear me, if you've accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, then you did become a new creation in Christ. Old things passed away, and we're walking in a newness of life. Amen? Amen? So when the Jews begin to celebrate their new year, because we are the spiritual offspring of Abraham, we too can celebrate. Rosh Hashanah, the Jewish new year, and our spiritual new year, is Hebrew for head of the year. It is the first day of the Jewish calendar. Rosh Hashanah is observed for two days. And within that time frame, I'm going to be naming some things that we probably haven't touched on, but you, you know, you'll encounter them or hear them, so I'm just going to share them with you. So Rosh Hashanah is, is observed for two days. It is the anniversary of the creation of Adam and Eve, the first man and woman, and their first actions toward the realization of mankind's role in God's world. Rosh Hashanah thus emphasizes the special relationship between God and humanity, our dependency upon God as creator and sustainer, and God's dependency upon us as the ones who makes his presence known and felt in his world. Amen? This is also a day to proclaim God king of the universe. The central Observance of Rosh Hashanah is the sounding of the shofar, the ram's horn, which also represents the trumpet blast of a people's coronation of their king. And the cry of the shofar is also called to repentance. It's a call to repentance because Rosh Hashanah is also the anniversary of man's first sin and his repentance thereof and serves as the first of the 10 days of repentance, which consummates in Yom Kippur, the day of atonement, okay? Another significance of the chauffeur is to recall the binding of Isaac, which also occurred on Rosh Hashanah, in which a ram took Isaac's place as an offering to God. Hmm. Yom Kippur, which is Hebrew for the Day of Atonement, it is the most solemn of Jewish holidays. During temple worship, it was the day the high priest went into the holies of holies to offer a sacrifice that would forgive the sins of the nation for another year. So Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur are the two holiest and high days that the Jewish people celebrate. One, that shofar being blowed it calls the people into a place of action, letting them know it's time to wake up. A new year is about to begin, and we need to reflect on the old year. What did we do in that old year? How did we live in that old year? Did we serve God as good or well as we could have? Or do we need to change some things? Say this with me. Say, Rosh Hashanah, Rosh Hashanah. Is, a is a Jewish new year. Say, it is the new year. 
for the Jewish people. Say, but for us as Christians, it is our spiritual new year. So we can celebrate it. Okay? We can also celebrate Yom Kippur. Rosh Hashanah lasts two days, and then the next ten days going into Yom Kippur is where people take the time to reflect, evaluate their lives, go back over their lives, see what we need to improve, repent, and ask God for a year of prosperity and blessings. Amen? So, are we prepared to be free? Are we prepared to start a new spiritual walk? Okay? Are we prepared? Before the new year, we need to do a self-evaluation, have a time of reflection. How did we handle this year of pressure? Are we living too far from Christ? Do we need to put together a devotional time? When the blessings fall, will it cause us to forget the Lord or will it make us love Jesus more and coming closer to praying and living for Jesus, coming to church, giving to the vision? Hmm. Next will come Yom Kippur, the Jewish Day of Atonement. Now on that day, we need to remember Jesus Christ as our Lamb of God. We need to remember that his blood has already been shed for us. This is why it was so important this morning to come and take communion, to start off the first Sunday in September. Amen? And yes, Lord, we want to pray for another year of life, health, and prosperity. Isn't that what you want? That's what I want. So a lot of times when we come into the sanctuary and we're, we're saying, Lord, thank you, how in the world are we truly connected. So we want to go over some things this morning. Is that all right? Amen. To help us out. Amen? Amen. Jesus Christ accomplished spiritual redemption for the Jews and Gentile nation. So we through Jesus Christ and God's grace have become partakers of Israel's blessings. Say that with me. Say through Jesus Christ, through Jesus Christ who, is who is my Lord and Savior, I have become, I have become, I have become a partaker of Israel's blessings. The word of God says we are made like them through Christ. Remember, everything is going to be through Christ. Nothing is apart from Jesus Christ. Nothing is apart from Jesus Christ. Look at your neighbor. Say, neighbor, got Christ. Because nothing's going to happen until you get it. You can plead, you can beg, you can cry, you can crawl, but until we get in Christ and start to mature in him, nothing's going to happen. So we are made like them through Christ. Listen at this, a new meat offering unto God. Go to Leviticus 23. That's what we have become, a new meat offering unto the Lord. Leviticus 23. We use our Bibles here. I warn you, if you came here today, we use a Bible or your phone with the Bible or iPad with the Bible. Amen? We stick to the word of God because that's where the power is. There's no magic. There's no, it's the word is the power. Leviticus 23. 
And we're going to look at verse 15. And it says, And ye shall count unto you from the morning after the Sabbath, from the day that you brought the sheaf of the wave offering, seven Sabbaths shall be completed. That's seven full weeks. Even until the morrow after the seventh Sabbath shall you number 50 days, and you shall offer a what? A new meat offering unto who? The unto the Lord. So we, like them, we become a new meat offering unto the Lord, and this was 50 days after the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Now listen to me good. We're going to explain it. How in the world did we become, through Christ, a new meat offering unto God? 50 days after the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Well, something wonderful happened after the resurrection of Jesus Christ. 50 days after the resurrection of Jesus Christ came Pentecost. Okay. You say, well, what's so special about Pentecost? That is the day when the Holy Spirit came into the earth. He could not come until Jesus shed his blood. But he came for more than just one or two reasons. It was the birth of the church. The body of Christ, watch this, the church is the body of Christ. Watch this, made up of Jews and Gentiles. What is a Gentile? It is anybody who was not born from Jewish parents. So basically you have Jews and you have Gentiles, amen? But on the day of Pentecost, the birth of the church came into play which caused the body of Christ to come into play, which could be made up of Jews and Gentiles as long as you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. What does that mean? That means Jews have to accept Jesus as their Lord and Savior and Messiah. That means Gentiles have to accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior and Messiah. The church was given life because the Holy Spirit of Christ came. The Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost, is the life of the body of Christ. If the Holy Ghost had not came on the day of Pentecost, there could be no living church. That's why you and I are the church. This is the worship center, and the church comes in and fills the worship center. But if there was no Holy Ghost, we would not be alive spiritually unto God. Jesus is the head of the body. Go to Ephesians chapter 1. Hallelujah. Somebody look at your neighbor and say, we are the body of Christ. Saying because of the Holy Spirit of Christ, we are living. So we're not a dead body. We're not a dead church. We are much alive. Hey, yeah, it's all right, my cup just running over. It's all right, don't run out to church. Hey, Ephesians chapter 1. Would you please go to verse 18? And it says, The eyes of your understanding being enlightened. That's what's happening today that ye may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints is and what is the exceeding greatness of his power to us, Lord, who believe according to the working of his mighty power. Well, what was the mighty power? Which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places. 
far above all principalities and power and might and dominion and every name that is named not only in this world but also in that which is to come. What's his name, church? Jesus Christ. Uh-huh. What's his name, church? Jesus Christ. That name is above every name in this world and the world to come. That's why we stand on it. We baptize in it. We say that name. We tarry in that name. We call on that name. We believe in that name. Hey, my shot. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. That's why. Verse 22. And had put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the who? Church. To the church. So who's the head of the church? Jesus Christ. Who's the head of the church? Jesus Christ. See, it's not a man. It's not a woman. Jesus is the head of the church and every woman and every man and every man and every woman who cannot submit to Jesus Christ, you don't need to be working in the church. You need to take a seat. That's why you hear me say, I'm only going to do what God tell me to do. I'm only going to say what the Lord tell me to say. And that's the way you got to be, body of Christ. Well, how am I going to know what to do? Read your word. Because the word is God, and God is the word. Get you a King James Bible and read it. And then get in the church where the word is going forth. And stay there until Jesus comes for you. No, I don't mean stay there Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I mean stay there, stay under that membership, stay under that leadership, grow up, get a Bible, get in the Word, hello, and learn of the Lord. Learn of His ways. The Bible says in the book of Psalms, the children of Israel knew God's acts. They knew about bread. They knew about meat. They knew about houses and cars and money. Oh, they knew about a new pair of shoes or a new silk tie. But the Bible says Moses knew the way. He knew God's ways. He had learned of the Lord. Can you say that this morning? That you know the way that the Lord will take. Because if we know the way that God will take, guess what? We wouldn't be doing all this foolishness that we do. Praise the Lord. You know, I get there. I'm gone. In the spirit. Preaching by the spirit. We wouldn't be doing all this foolishness that we do. I don't know why pastor do this like that. And I don't know why she had to say that. I did what God told me to do. And I'm going to always do what God tell me to do. And you should too. You ought to try it sometime. Yes, healing in your shine now. There's a healing in your shine, Anna. Yes, Lord. Says, and he put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church, which is his body, which is his body. Say, Christ is my head. I am the body. It says, which is the body, the fullness of him that filleth all in all. So through Jesus Christ, say that with me. Say, through Jesus Christ, Christ, the fountain fountain 
of blessings that had been opened in Israel's land were caused to flow down unto me. Says a fountain of blessings. See what you're missing? See what you're missing? You have new relationship with new family members you don't even know about. And although they're Jewish, and although they're Hebrewic, hello, and we're Christian, once they accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, the Bible says that the middle wall of petition that had been between us was broken down when Jesus died on the cross. And he brought forth one new man, one new body called the church. So when a Jew gets saved and accepts Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior and Messiah, they become what? Jewish Christians. So we become all brothers and sisters. And the Bible says, and the Bible says, and the word of God says, and if you be Christ, and if you be Christ, and if we be Christ, then are we Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. I don't know about you, but before the Jewish New Year, I think we ought to start accepting that we are an heir of Abraham. I think you need to get your new birth certificate. Because the Lord said, I'm the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I'm the God of all the spiritual children of my son, Jesus Christ. Now, is that you? Because you know what we're doing? We're missing out on so many blessings. It says it's a fountain of blessings. Because we won't accept our, our new inheritance, our new descendantship. So through Christ, the fountains of blessings that, that have been opened in Israel's land were caused to flow down unto the dark Gentile world. What are the fountains of blessings of Israel? You want to see them? Go to Romans chapter 9. Come on now. I think I'd like to know what was in the wheel, don't you? Been sitting on it for many years. Hallelujah. You need to lay claim to it. You need to lay claim to it. Lay hold on it. Take hold. How do we do that, Pastor? By faith. I'm going to do it by faith. I'm going to do it by faith. And in case you didn't know what faith is, faith is the confidence in the trustworthiness of God. It is a conviction. It's a conviction that what God says is true and that what he promises will come to pass. How do I get there, Pastor? How do I get the confidence in the trustworthiness of God that he's not a man that he should lie? And how do I get that conviction? The Bible says faith coming by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Faith coming by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And the Bible says it is the preacher, the anointed preacher that preaches the word. So therefore, when I come to the house of God and I hear the preached word, I'm supposed to take it back home and do what, pastor? Go over it and over it and over it and over it. And then come back on Sunday and do what? Hear it again. What is it going to do, pastor? It's going to take you higher and higher and higher. Amen. 
I don't know what she talking about. This Christianity, this walk just ain't no fun. What, 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 what you mean? No, it ain't fun. It's glorious. It's glorious. Because it heals me. It saves me. It delivers me. It takes me higher in the Lord. It helps me to know Jesus Christ. It helps me to know what belongs to me through Christ. It lets me know who I am in Christ. I'm not an old sinner saved by grace. I'm saved by grace. I used to be an old sinner. Stop saying that to me. I'm just an old sinner. No, you're not. Now you're a Christian saved by grace. Oh, I'm preaching good. You know why? Because September the 15th is on the way. And when that portal opens, when that spiritual portal opens, when that spiritual portal opens at 5 o'clock on Friday afternoon, I intend to just cross on over. Yeah, many, many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord, <laughs> but the Lord delivered them out of them all. He delivered us. That's why he told us in Exodus. He said, I've surely seen the affliction of my people. And although that was a word to the Israelites, guess what? God is, is past, present, and future. So he can speak a word in the past and bring it on up to the future. He said, I have surely seen the affliction of my people. I see how the Egyptians, the devil, is oppressing them. I see their taskmasters. And I've come down, Moses, to deliver them. Because I want to bring them up out of that land into a large land flowing with milk and honey. I tell you, at 5 o'clock on Friday afternoon, September the 15th, 2023, I'm crossing over. I'm crossing over. The Jews going to cross over. I'm crossing over. I'm a spiritual Jew. Oh, maybe you didn't know that. Maybe you didn't understand that you are a spiritual Jew. And if you be Christ, then are you Abraham's seed? We were not born. Why do we call why is it called like that? Because we were not born of Jewish parents, but we were born of the Spirit. And if you want me to get technical, Jesus' parents were Jewish. So that makes me spiritual Jew because I came through Christ. I've been born of his spirit. Isn't that what we used to say? Born of his spirit, washed in his blood, filled with his spirit. Oh, please. Oh, please. Well, wait a minute, Pastor. But we came from Africa descent. Okay, well, you stay right on over there. Worship. Come at them alligator worshipers. Just for strength. <laughs> Go get your diet shaking in. I don't see you running to get back over there. All 
said, you have been born again. You're a new creature in Christ. You've been connected to a new inheritance. Shine for me. Healing. Oh, it's a healing coming. It's a healing coming. It's a healing coming. Romans 9 and 4. Here it is. It says Romans 9 and 4. Who are Israelites? To whom pertaineth the adoption and the glory and the covenants and the giving of the law and the service of God and the promises. Okay. That's a part of that fountain of blessings. Is that in your Bible? Okay. Whose are the fathers? And of whom, as concerning the flesh, Christ came, who is over all, God blessed forever. Somebody say amen. amen. So when you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you were adopted. You got under the adoption. You got under the glory. You said, what's the glory, pastor? What blessing is that? That's the presence of God. That's the weight of God upon your life. Uh-huh. You got under the covenants, the agreements that God made to Abraham, the blessings that he promised him. Are y'all listening? And the giving of the law. Now, 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 before you go crazy, we're not under the law of Moses, but we are under law. Guess what it's called? It's in Romans 8. It is the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. Say that with me. Say, I'm not under the law of Moses anymore. Said so being in Christ has translated me unto a new law. Saying it's called the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. It's called the law. This is what it is. It's not a law of death. It's called the law of living. The law of life. The law of blessings. The law of salvation. The law of redemption. Hello, hello, hello. I'm going to shout myself. It's all right. I'm going to shout myself. Go to Ephesians chapter 2. Let's look at more of the fountain of the blessings. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, God. My spirit jumping on the inside of me. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord, I thank you. Ooh, how many people today could be renewed if you just let go and let God? Y'all too cute for me. Y'all, y'all, y'all. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I forgot, we, you know. You all are too cute for me. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 12. Here it is. Here's what you've come into. He says at one time, look at verse 12, Ephesians 2 and 12, that at that time, what time, pastor, when you weren't saved, when you hadn't accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you were without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers from the covenants of promise, having no hope, and without, without God in the world, but now in Christ Jesus, ye who sometimes were far off are made nigh, nigh by the blood of Christ. Do you see that? So now you're not without Christ. You're not an alien from the commonwealth of Israel. You're no longer a stranger 
from the covenants of promise, you do have hope and you got God in this world. You see that? What else do you say, Lord? Verse 14, for Jesus Christ, when it says for he, it's talking about Jesus Christ. For he is our peace who has made both one. uh, Is that in your Bible? You can't ever forget this. You can't be going around. Have you ever met a Jew? I have. I have. I've sat down, talked with one, and I've talked to a uh, Jew that has accepted Jesus Christ as the Lord and Savior. And so they are called Messianic Jews, which means they are the Messiah's Jews. Jesus, Yeshua, Yeshua HaMashiach. Uh-huh. Yeshua Messiah. Jesus Yeshua. You need to wake up this morning, body of Christ, and know who you are, who you really are. He's made us one. So every Jew that has accepted Jesus Christ, and they are the Messiah's Jews, that's your brother and sister. Your family. Your kin. Just like they under the Abrahamic covenant, so are you. See, we don't put enough emphasis on that. Why are you trying to go back to Africa? <laughs> now, if I went back to Africa, it would be to take the word of God. Let's get real. I'm not wearing no dashiki. Huh? I wear afro if I want to. And then even that, it's going to be curly. Be nappy. <laughs> I'm sorry. I would take the gospel. It is the light because God wants everybody to be what? Saved. And I can prove it. Can I prove it? I can prove it. He's not against anybody. See, that's the naysayers putting that in your head. Black, white, Asian, Chinese. Those are people that put that in your head. The naysayers full of the devil, full of hatred. They put that dividing line there. But Jesus didn't come to put a dividing line. He came to make us one. Somebody saying he did. did. Say everybody Everybody. that accepts Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior is my brother, my sister, my mother, and my father. For he is our peace who had made both one and had broken down the middle wall of partition between us, having abolished in his flesh the enmity, even the law of commandments contained in ordinance. What is this talking about? The law of Moses. See, the law of Moses said if you don't, if you do that, you die. Jesus' law says if you do that, you can repent. Listen to me good. Under the law of Moses, if you did it, you died. You were stoned to death. Come on now. But under the law of life in Christ, he says, now, if you do that, you have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ. He said, just what? Repent. See, and the church is wrong for how we do. You want to hold something over somebody's head forever. And God has forgiven them. So guess who's truly wrong? You are. Let them go, said the Lord. Just like he told Pharaoh, Pharaoh is a type of the devil in 2023. 
What did he tell me? He said, Pharaoh, let my people go. You want to keep your thumb on somebody's neck because of what they did. Jesus is saying, let them go. And that's before the new year come in. And my mama said, that's that love commandments that Jesus did away with. Why? Because his blood paid it all. There are 615 laws. And Jesus fulfilled every last one of them for us. I said he fulfilled it. So we didn't have to. So who are we to hold somebody down? The Bible says for to making himself of twine. First it was two. How many, how many new men? One. How many? One. There's only one body of Christ. There's only one church. And it's Jew and Gentile. So making peace and that he might reconcile both unto God in one body by the cross, having slain the enmity thereby and came and preached peace to you, which were far off and to them that were nigh. For through him, we both have access by one spirit unto who the father. I'm keep, I keep trying to tell you, Jesus gets you to the father. I keep trying to explain to you, Jesus gets you back to God. God is the, is the power. God is the life giver. God is the creator. Believe me, he's the one that parted the Red Sea. We, you need him. We need him. The Godhead is a trinity. Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. They're not three gods, but it's one God with three personalities. He's, he's Elohim. He's Elohim. What does Elohim mean? Creator, sustainer. Hello? He's father. He's son. What does that mean? He's Jesus Christ, the one who took on a natural body and came down here and, and, and bled and died and suffered for us to give us a covenant relationship with our God. And then he's the Holy Spirit, the rock hakadash. The power. God the Father say it, Jesus do it, and the Holy Ghost sends the power. He calling it in now. I'm calling it. I'm calling it in. The elbow whole shot. He calling it in. It's shining now. And in this walk, you're going to learn how to go from the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, from the Holy Spirit to the Son, to the Father. That's if you come and hear the word and grow up and then get in your word on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. You say, wait a minute, I got to go to work. Make time. You make time for everything else. Make time. She no, 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 I see you. Yes, Lord. He says, shine for me. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. What did he say? We got access by one spirit unto the Father. How many spirits? One. Just one. Just one Holy Ghost. Just one spirit of Christ. 
Just one. Look what he says. This is us. This is that more of that fountain of blessings. 19 verse. He says, now, therefore, you are no more strangers and foreigners. That's what you used to be on the outside of Christ. He said, but now you are a fellow citizen with the saints. Now, what, what saints he talking about? See, we, we mess up right there. Well, he talking about the saints over on Lakewood Street and at, the, at that church. And Wait a minute. That might be true. But he's talking about from Abraham all the way down. See, those words are interchangeable. Saints, heaven, kingdom, promises, covenant. Those are interchangeable words. So when he says saints, he don't mean just one particular saint in Mobile, Alabama, or California, or Washington, D.C. He's talking about all the saints down through the ages. So now you're a fellow citizen with the saints. Oh, my God. Man, if you don't wake up, if you don't wake up, Woo! Woo! Hallelujah! Hallelujah! You're a fellow citizen with the saints. Wait a minute. And of the household of God? We're in the house with God, y'all. We're in the house with God. I think somebody used to tease me. They said, you know she live in the house with God, but so do you. It's just that I choose to take advantage of the opportunity. You can too. So it's true. You, yeah, live in the house with God. Live in the house with God. But you got to choose. You got to choose to take advantage of the opportunity. You got to understand that nothing, nothing is more important than spending time with the Lord. We're preaching good. Shine for me. Look what it says. 20 verse and are built upon the foundation. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. And are built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets. Do y'all see that? Not only Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, but all the apostles, the prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the what? Chief cornerstone. In whom all the building fitly framed together grow it unto a holy temple in the Lord. In whom ye also are building together for a habitation of God through the spirit. Meaning guess what? We all make up a temple. From the saints of all ages we make up a temple. Those that are still living we make up a temple for the Lord. And we build it together for a habitation of God through the spirit. That means God can live on the inside of us. Put your hand on your belly. Say, God lives in me. Say, he lives in me. Go to Psalm 16. We're talking about that fountain of blessings. If you're going to label that, we're talking about the fountain of blessings of Israel that have come to us through Jesus Christ. Thank you, Jesus. And I'm excited about it. Psalm 16. Woo, this is awesome. Remember, it just said we're in the house with God. Look what it says, Psalm 16 and 5. It says, the Lord is the portion of mine inheritance. Do y'all see that? Come on, what did I inherit? You, see, don't get like Esau. Esau despised his birthright. 
He said, what, is, what good is this birthright to me? Baby, you inherited the Lord. Do you understand what that means? You're in the house with God. He's the portion of our inheritance. Come on now. Ooh. That means everything, everything that belongs to God belongs to us. Y'all ain't heard nothing. Y'all ain't heard nothing. Everything that belongs to God belongs to us. Healing, deliverance, money, houses, land, cars, joy, peace. But you can't have one foot in the church. And one foot in the world. You can't be serving the devil. And serving God. Because see a part of the covenant was. With Abraham. He told him I'm going to give you a land that flow with milk and honey. I'm going to give you a land. Where there is no scarceness. Huh? A land that you don't have to water with your foot. Like you did in Egypt. But here was the real deal. He says, I'll give you the covenant, but I'm going to be your God. Amen. Somebody say, Jesus, Jesus comes, comes with the covenant blessings. You can't have them. Tell somebody, say, you can't have them without Christ. And if you do get them, the devil going to take them back. Oh, Lord, help us. The Lord is a portion of mine inheritance and of my cup. Thou maintainest my lot. Verse 6, the lines are falling unto me in pleasant places. Yea, I have a goodly heritage. Is that in your Bible? Amen. Go to Deuteronomy 18, chapter, more of the fountains of blessings. Say, the Lord is my portion. And say, everything that comes with Jesus comes to me. Oh, my Lord. Oh, my Lord. Deuteronomy the 18. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Deuteronomy 18, verse 1, it says, The priest of the Levites and all the tribe of Levi shall have no part, no inheritance with Israel. They shall eat the offerings of the Lord made by fire and his inheritance. Is that in your Bible? Therefore shall they have no inheritance among their brethren. The Lord is their inheritance as he had said unto them. Now who wouldn't want to inherit the Lord? You know what inheritance is? It means what comes to you. It's what belongs to you. Well, how does it belong to us? Through the blood of Jesus Christ. Through the blood of Jesus Christ. Through the blood of Jesus Christ. The fountain of blessings to the Gentiles. Go to Hebrews 12. Thank you, Lord. Ooh, Jesus, I'm getting full, Lord. 
This is a lot. This is a whole lot, Lord, that you have given us. See, you thought it was just to rescue you from hell. No, honey, salvation is more than that. Thank you, Jesus. Hebrews 12. Look what it says. Wherefore, we received what? A kingdom which cannot be moved. Let us have grace whereby we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear. Did you see what that said? You see, it's a step up. It's a step up. Somebody say the words changed. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. If you remember, the Lord says, I made a promise unto Abraham. You remember that? Can I ask you a question? When you study the Bible, what does promise really mean? It means a covenant. Okay? He gave them the land of Canaan. But if we really take it up a notch, he's given us a kingdom. Listen to me good. Don't be like Esau. What good is this birthright? Listen at this. What does the word kingdom really mean? It means the king's domain. That means everybody that accepts Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, you cross over into the king's domain. It's where God rules. He can only rule where you let him. That might be why some of us are suffering. Because we want to rule A, B, and C and tell God you can have H, A, H, I, J, K, you know, but this right here, I'm, I'm going to handle it myself. Oh, y'all must be doing it. Y'all got mighty quiet. <laughs> they must be doing that. Somebody done told God you can have H, I, J, K, L, M, N, L, P, but I got A, B, C, and D. <laughs> I got that, Lord. I don't need no help. And the Lord said, I want all of it. I want you to bring, wait a minute, oh, hallelujah, Holy Spirit. I want you to bring your entire life under my domain. Because under my domain, there are spiritual and natural blessings. Now, it's no sense in you trying to go out in the world and show off with your blessings. I got something to tell you. There, I, I, I travel. I go places. Sometimes the Holy Ghost will tell me, get out and go see the people. Get out among the people. And I'm telling you, what I found out is, half these folk don't need no natural blessings. They need to get saved. Amen. So it's no need of you trying to show off your big truck Your expensive car. How much money you got in the bank. 
how you can eat out every Friday because they there too. What I found out is, Brother Allison, they need Jesus. So, so you just might as well enjoy your blessings. Keep it to yourself because don't nobody care. Don't nobody care. You better buy it because you like it. Wear because you like it. Huh? Enjoy because you like it because they don't care. Now, where you lose them at is is when you start talking about Yeshua. When you start talking about Elohim. When you start talking about I'm Abraham's seed. And the word seed means descendants. I'm Abraham's descendant through Jesus Christ. I don't have to go back thousands and thousands of years and be born of Sarah. I'm Sarah's through Jesus Christ. That's when you start to lose them. Because they're taking God's blessings and living like a devil. Oh, yeah, that's what they're doing. So calm down. I felt that spirit just sit on down. Stop trying to impress them because that don't impress them. Oh, I heard that. Thank you, Father. I'll tell you something else where you lose them. Is when you got the blessings and the glory is on the blessings. You walk into a place and they, they be like, Hmm? And you know it ain't the blessing. It's the glory of God on the blessing. Heal and Anna. Oh, they be like, wow. And you say, it ain't the dress, it ain't the shoes. I know I'm looking sharp, but it's the glory. How do you get the glory, Pastor, to show up? Because I keep taking a dip in the word. And I keep taking a dip in the word. I keep on getting in his presence. Because the Bible says the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me. Every time I get in his presence, he leaves something. I remember when I took the trip to Tallahassee to be with my sister. Everybody else walked in the hospital, but when I walked in, it was like, whoa. Yes, ma'am. Now, we taking good care of your husband. I said, no, 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 no. That's my brother. <laughs> my sister bagged him. She said, no, 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 that ain't her. But they were running to cater to me, and the Lord said, it's the anointing. They were telling me stuff. They weren't even telling and I'm. I said, no, what's going on? He said, it's, the, it's drawing them. It's drawing them. Drawn to, he shut up, oh, shut Elijah, you here now. So how do you get it? You take another dip in his presence. 
You spend time in his presence. And you don't spend time in the Lord's presence for his stuff. Amen. You spend time in his presence because you love him. Amen. Because you want him. The preaching that, that went on, that's going on right now, that's going on today, if I let everybody out the ministry and I come back in here, the glory is in here. It's coming from the preach anointed word. So if the glory comes from the preach anointed word, what you think hitting you? And the more you take that word home and stir it up and get back in it and stir it up and get back in it, guess what happens? It stirs the glory. The Bible says Paul took his clothing that he worked in for the Lord, cut it up and made prayer cloths, and the anointing was in those clothes. Jesus, hallelujah. Thank you for the rock, Hakadash, Lord. Thank you. Thank you for your presence, Lord. Thank you for your presence in this place, Father. We honor you, Lord. We honor you, Lord. You are Jehovah Shammah. We honor your abiding presence. You are Jehovah Tiskenu. We honor your righteousness that's upon us through your shed blood at Calvary. For you have made us the righteousness of God through Jesus Christ. Your word says that you have caused us to fulfill the righteousness of God. That's what your words say. That's what your words say. My presence is in this place. 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 My presence, the Lord says. Is in this place. Yeah, he said, just believe me. Just believe the Lord thy God. So shall you be established. If you can just believe God, you'll be established. You'll be made firm and settled. He said, but if you can believe my prophets, then you begin to prosper. He called in the ocean. He called. He calling. He calling. He said, "Yes, tell him to get up. 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 The time has come. Tell him to get his man up. The time has come. I am the Lord, his God. I am Jehovah Jireh. I am Jehovah Elohim. I am Jehovah Rapha." Get up, 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 get up. Get 
He's shining. God told me to tell this church, you're about to see a transformation up in here. I know you done heard it over and over. Oh, they come and they come. But God said, keep looking because this year is the year. You're about to see a transformation. You're about to see a miracle take place in this ministry, said the Lord. And it's all because my name is upheld up in here. My, 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 my presence is upheld up in here. My glory is upheld up in here. Shine for me, Anna. Shine for me. Woo. Shine for me. My word is upheld up in here. The move of God is pure up in here. You calling it in. God said, I'm calling it in. I'm calling it in. I'm calling it in. I'm calling it in. I'm calling in the transformation. I'm calling in the miracle of souls. I'm calling in a change up in KSL Ministries for the good, for the good, for the good, for the good. He said, you didn't take down. You didn't run. Pressure got so great, you were embarrassed, <laughs> but you didn't run. See? The Lord said, I saw it all. I, I saw it. I saw what happened. I saw what you did. God said, he's going to honor this ministry because we haven't took down. We haven't ran. We upholding to his word, to his name, to his shed blood at Calvary, to the vision Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So where he made Abraham a promise, you under covenant. Where he gave Abraham and the Israelites a land, you got a kingdom. Saints used to say, what you need, God got it. What you need, whatever you need, whatever you need. They used to say, whatever you need, God got it. You done forgot? Shine for me, Anna. You need love? You need love. You need deliverance. You need deliverance. You need joy. You need joy. Whatever you need. Whatever you need. He's got everything you need. <laughs> he got it. I said, God got it. I said, God got it. You tell her, you tell her not many days. God said, I'm going to deliver her out of that hospital. Not, I'm coming to get her out of there. Tell her she's finna come up out of there, said the Lord. He said, I'm sending my word. He sent his word and healed them, said the Lord. Yeah, yeah. 
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And isn't it strange? Isn't it strange? Isn't it strange? You're not as far as you were. You started out on the journey. December will be here before you know it. And that devil been made a liar. Because you're going to make it to the finish line. Isn't it amazing? You're not as far as you was. You're almost at the finish line. I thought about it. The Lord said, tell her, she's not long now. Yeah, you're going to have it in your hand, said God. It's going to be yours. And you're going to look back and say, Lord, how I got over. How I got over. Teachers, doctors, lawyers, it's coming in, Anna. Oh, they're going to come. They're coming from the north. They're coming from the south. They're coming from the west. They said, we got to be healed. We need the word. We need the anointed word of God. Oh, they come and said the Lord. Oh, yeah. I saw you standing there just smiling with the paper in your hand. I said, God, I said, God it's not long. He said, tell it not long. This is September. Seasons are changing spiritually. Not long, not long, not long, not long, not long, not long, not long. And no, it don't come easy. Stop that. Stop it. You're going to put some, some, some sweat into it. And the Holy Ghost is going to help you. But you're going to put some in it. You, you just don't arrive by not putting work in something. You're going to do something. What he said, what you got in your hand, Moses? I got a rod. I'll anoint the rod. Sitting up on your lazy, do nothing. Come on, God, don't rain it down. Uh-uh. Because when they entered Canaan, the manna ceased. It didn't come that way no more. Mm, yeah, Bobo, Shanda. Yeah, Shanda. Oh, Lord. We almost, we almost through. Two more scriptures and we out of here. Hebrews 10. Hebrews 10. Almost over. Almost over. Oh, Lord, we didn't come through the storm. We didn't come through the rain. We didn't come through the taskmasters. We didn't, we didn't come through being a spiritually attacked. But thank God. You know, I sat, I sat down in the house, and all I could think of was, Lord, you get the last say. 
I don't even have to finish it. I don't have to say he gets the last say so. No, no, no. God get the last say. Because his kingdom going to come and his will going to be done as it is in heaven on this earth. When the pressure gets so great, just like he did in the Bible days in the Old Testament, he still comes down and see about his people. We experiencing it. This is the second time we've had experienced this. So there, I'm, I'm learning. There is no place, no real type place that the devil can just put you in and God don't come see about you. Yes, it comes. He says, Isaiah 54, 17. No weapon, no weapon formed. It forms, but it won't prosper. It doesn't get the degree on you like it wants to. No weapon formed against thee shall prosper. And every tongue and every wagon, line, deceitful, low down tongue. No weapon formed against thee shall prosper. And every tongue that rise up against you in judgment, you shall condemn it. For this is the heritage, the inheritance of the service of the Lord. And their righteousness is of me, said the Lord. It forms, but it don't prosper. Hebrews 10. By the which will, we are sanctified through the offering. Of the body of Jesus Christ once and for all. How did we get sanctified? Through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ. Verse 14. For by one offering he had perfected forever them that are sanctified. How long will you be perfected? As long as you stay set apart forever. Go to Isaiah 42. And we finna close. Oh Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you Jesus for your word. The power is in the word. Thank you, Jesus. Isaiah 42 and 5. Listen at this. Thus said God the Lord, he that created the heavens and stretched them out, he that spread forth the earth and that which cometh out of it, he that giveth breath unto the people, look at there, upon it, and spirit to them that walk therein. He says, I, the Lord, have called thee in righteousness and will hold thine hand and will keep thee. Listen at this and will give thee for a covenant of the people for a light of the Gentiles. Is that in your Bible? He came not only for the Jew. But for the Gentiles. He didn't come just for the for the Jew. Go to Romans 15. He, he didn't come just for the Jew. He came for both Jew and Gentile. Thank you, Father. Romans 15. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Romans 15, verse 7 says, Wherefore receive you one another as Christ also re received us to the glory of God. Now I say that Jesus Christ was a minister of the circumcision. Those are the Jews for the truth of God to confirm the promise made unto the fathers, Abraham. Now I'm just quickly going to say it. The promises 
the promise that was made to Abraham is Genesis 12 and 3. In thee shall all families of the earth be blessed. What came out of Abraham? Jesus Christ. All right. He says, and that the Gentiles might glorify God for his mercy. Listen at this. As it is written, for this cause I will confess to thee among the Gentiles and sing unto thy name. And again he said, rejoice ye Gentiles with his people. And again, praise the Lord, all ye Gentiles, and Lord him, all ye people. And again, Isaiah said, there shall be a root of Jesse to my King David, and out from King David came who? Jesus Christ. And he that shall rise to reign over the Gentiles, what does it say? In him shall who? The Gentiles trust. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So he didn't, he didn't, he didn't forget about us, right? He, he didn't leave us out, right? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Mm. Go to Isaiah 49. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, sir. Thank you, Lord. Here it is, Isaiah 49, verse 6. Isaiah 49 and 6, and he said, It is a light thing that thou shouldest be my servant to raise up the tribes of Jacob and to restore the, the preserved of Israel. Watch this. I will also give thee for a light to the Gentiles that thou mayest be my salvation unto the ends of the earth. Is that in your Bible? So the Gentiles, and we're going to stop there. We'll pick up Lord's willing next Sunday. I just want you to understand from the Old Testament to the New Testament, one scripture says in the New Testament, is he the God of the Jews only? In Romans, it says nay, but the Jew and the Gentile. He never excluded us. We were never a distant thought. What he was doing was preparing himself a body. He had to be born of natural descent. So he chose out the Israelites, the Hebrews, he said, because they were what? Few in number. And they were very weak. So basically he came through the Hebrew people to raise them up to be lights to the entire world. The Hebrews were supposed to preach the gospel, hello, to everybody, and everybody come in. But when that failed, guess who he picked up with? The apostles. And then when the apostles left, guess who he picked up with then? The church. It was always God's intention to have one body, one church made up of Jew and Gentile. One body. So stop this foolishness. That's a white man God. No, it's not. He the black man, red man, green man, tan man. You don't know your history. You don't even know where you came from. You thought you started in Africa. No, sweetie. 
No, sir, no, ma'am. You started from uh, Noah's three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. You are the offspring of Ham. Oh, let me go. So you don't even know what, you are not even, see that, see that? You're cool to cut. Let me go. No, 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 I love every, wait a minute, let me, let me stop. Let me, okay. The people here know me, but some of y'all might not know me. Let, wait, let me see. I love everybody. But you better study your biblical history. Ham is the father of the people of all colors. And that's where you originated from was Noah. So even then, God had people of color in his plan. Because he gave Noah three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. And you originated from through there. Amen? But this is what you must understand. The Egyptians were not white. They were people of color. And they had gold, silver, ivory, but they worshiped idol gods. All he asking us to do, and I'm finna close, I'll give you whatever you ask me. Because the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. The world and they that dwell therein. He says, but if I bless you, don't take my blessing and use it for the devil. Amen.